This is the Giraffes Don't Eat Steak podcast, a show that brings you marketing stories, tips, hints, and much more. A treat for those who want to succeed in business or marketers who just want to learn. Good morning, Alex. How are you today? I'm good, thank you. How are you doing? I'm all right. I need to start with an apology. <laughs> this is on, a good our, <laughs> on our last podcast, I rolled my eyes at your mention of a Simon Sinek video. Yeah. <laughs> and for those listening, if you haven't listened to the podcast, it's one episode back, so go and have a listen. I, it's not that I dislike Simon Sinek. I just need to put that out there. Some of the stuff he says is really great and awesome. I just really struggle when someone watches one Simon Sinek video, and this is not Alex, by the way, Alex, not you, and then thinks they're a marketing guru. So that, that is the only reason for the eye roll. Simon, if you're what, listening to our podcast, this is nothing to do with you. Really think you're great. Some of the stuff you say is awesome. But unfortunately, people do watch one Simon Sinek video and then think they know everything there is to be to do about marketing. So just wanted to get that out there. <laughs> well, I guess he's probably the most popular uh, marketing guru, well, one of the most famous ones, I guess. So it just so happens when somebody li listens to one marketing video and knows everything, the the chances are it's a Simon Sinek one. So, but, and it wasn't at you, Alex. I'm not saying that you watched one Simon Sinek video and now you know everything about marketing. <laughs> I've worked with you before you watched the Simon Sinek video, so yeah. it's okay. I've actually... I've not really watched very many Simon Sinek videos, actually, surprisingly. And you still I've, know a lot about marketing. Yeah, Surprise! I've, I've, I've learned it the hard way. The hard way, yeah. <laughs> Some of us have had to learn it the hard way. Anyway, that's. I just wanted to put that out there in case anyone listened to that podcast and thought, oh, Erica is such a hater. I'm not. And especially, Simon, if you're listening to this, I'm not at all. Right. So today, I was actually being nostalgic. And I thought back to when we went to go and watch the Rolling Stones live um, in Prague. That was like a really awesome event for us, wasn't it, Alex? That was amazing, to be fair. And <clears throat> still very, very shocked at how they can perform at the the ripe old age that they are. Um yeah, it was amazing. And the reason I was thinking about it, actually, is that I was reading some commentary about Madonna's comeback show, right? Because she's also in her 70s now doing this comeback show. Um, and just some of the commentary about why she seems to think she needs to have all these topless women in her comeback show. But we can we can discuss topless women on another episode. <laughs> so, so the song that I was thinking about was... Time is on my side by the Rolling Stones. And two things. The one is, if you haven't seen the movie Fallen, there's, I'm, and I'm not big on, on horror movies, as you know, Alex. I'm, like, it's not my thing. But it's a thriller, and I am big on thrillers. There's the evil something, whether you say devil or bad guy, whatever. But he's always singing this first line of the song. So that's been playing in my head, which is really not a mm -hmm. good thing. But the second is, just recently, I've been struggling with the impact of timelessness in marketing. 
and and how I'm always interested that people you can't measure the impact of loss of time of doing something later than you should, but there is mm-hmm. definitely an impact, yes. and um, and so I've been struggling with that. So you're referring to maybe time sensitive moments, or or even just generally, if you have a new campaign, new product, and you keep delaying and delaying and delaying and delaying, or, or are you re- referring specifically to time sensitive? Well, both of those, right? Time is important in marketing, the right time. And, you know, people can say, oh, it's only a day, it's only a week. It has a, an impact, maybe only a 5% impact or 10% impact, but every day that you're doing, that you're later has an impact. I mean, the classic example, you know, this is at the start of COVID, I was working mm. on a mailing campaign, right? It was a, a lots of research done. People were home, they were locked up, you know, they weren't really, they were getting inundated with thousands of emails. And so snail mail um, seemed like a really good thing to test. Yeah. The, the, it was, you know, we thought it through, we checked all the stats, we did all the research. The campaign was held up for various reasons <laughs> and only was approved to go out after the second um, lockdown ended. Mm-hmm. So when it was supposed to go out, it was in the first lockdown where people were still anxious and home and, you know, and, and would appreciate getting posts. By only sending it when people were freed, <laughs> allowed to go, you know, there was no more restrictions. You know, it was after the second lockdown, so more used to it. And so the campaign Lost the opportunity, yeah. Because it was, the, the timing was wrong. In yeah, fact, absolutely. probably should not even have tried the, the test at that stage because it was a waste, right? Yeah. The, the emotional connection that we'd researched about sending the mail at that first time was completely lost by the time it was actually sent. Yeah, and, and why do you why do you think that happens? I mean, from my experience, there's a lot of there's a lot of anxiety about publishing something. Like, don't get me wrong; everything has to be correct and yeah. whatever, but it's hard to have something 100% perfect. I think that we need to have a, an element of it's it's better to go than lose out. Yeah. Um, obviously, within, within limits. Um, let's just take like a website launch, for example. It's never going to launch if you keep on editing and editing and editing and editing, trying to get it to this perfect thing that you think it's going to be. I think we just all need to accept that there's going to be a phase 100 of the exactly. website. You're never going to launch a website and then boom, that's it. It's done forever. You're not going to touch it. That just that just does not exist. That's not that's not real. Um, principally because you need to learn. You're you're making these changes to try and make it perfect, but you don't know what is perfect. Perfect comes from testing and learning from your target audience, not you. Exactly. Because you're making all these changes based on your own thoughts, not on feedback from the real client, right? Yeah, it's really interesting. I mean, the other one is is just simple things like events. You know, when do you send your thank you for coming email? Day after. 
<laughs> you know, if you send it two weeks later, okay, fine. But when is the impact of it, right? It's while everyone's still excited and happy. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. You need to capitalize on, on the moment. When do you send, you know, if you have if you have a launch, when do you send the application form? Straight away. Yeah. While people are still excited and in the buzz of the launch of the product. You yeah. know, give them you should have it with you at the moment. Here is the app pull in. And if you're not ready, give us give us your, your indication that you're interested so you have yeah. details. And and your favorite thing in the world, time to cool. Oh. Let's not even talk about time to call leads, right? Oh, the the everlasting fight between sales and marketing. Yeah. If someone has clicked on your website and said, I'm interested, please call them straight away. You know, by the time you've called them in three weeks, number one, they forgot they clicked. <laughs> they really couldn't care anymore. Or they've if they'd had a real need, they've probably found a competitor and moved on. Exactly. And that again is all about moments. If we take insurance someone who is who is who is actually searching for an insurance they've probably taken a long time to get there and they're really reluctant to do it and they're not really enjoying it but they put put aside um i don't know an hour or so to do it finally after months and months and months and months and months maybe even years of deliberation yeah and then suddenly in that person's lifespan you've got this power that they've yeah. given you and they're searching, searching, and they give you this massive hint, this huge clue, this big red flag and ringing the bells that this is their hour now because they've just left the lead. Call them. Contact them. They Absolutely. want to be right now. But in the next hour, dinner's ready, or their friend just called them, or the TV show started them. Ciao. That's it. You'll never see them again. Absolutely. There's so much data to support that time to call is critical in in call centers, especially if that's your job to just call. But any salesperson, right? Why would you want a lead that's cold? Go for the hot lead. I'm lazy. I don't understand people who do the hard work. Just no. go for the hot one. The person who said, pick me, I'm interested. Yes, yeah. pick them. Yeah. yeah. Take the low hanging fruit. <laughs> Don't climb all the way to the top for the unripe fruit. <laughs> so, sorry, Rolling Stones. In this case, I disagree with your song. Time is not on your side. I think you need to think through the customer who's actually giving you that signal, leaving that lead. What's in their psyche? What are they thinking at that moment? And therefore, what is the right timing? For you to do the next action to optimize on all the effort and money you've put into that marketing moment, right? Why waste yeah. your spend? Yeah. Why waste your spend? Yeah. And it, it also comes back to the initial work that we do up front for everything we do when we're looking at our target audience and even our personas and we're understanding the way they consume media, the way they are, what their buying habits are, what their needs and fears and desires are. All of that helps us to under puts input into our buyer cycle, the 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 the, the buyer's journey, right? Absolutely. And with that, you can have an understanding of what are optimal um, contact times, um, especially if you're doing 
don't know if you're setting up an email campaign, for example, how it helps you understand how many times you contact them, if you want to, where the follow-ups are, and it's all it's all about timing. Okay, again, it's about learning, but yep. um, it, it all has a time structure. Everything has. So, yeah, time is not on your side, Rolling Stones, when it comes to marketing spend, if you want to optimize your marketing spend. And I wonder if someone's done a study. I'll have a look if someone's actually done a study to measure. It's difficult because everything's different. Because if I did one batch where I delayed and one batch where I did it now, it's still a different group of people. There's so many different yeah. things that affect. I mean, we've, we've seen our own, we've seen research with businesses that we've worked with, with large lead generation companies who have their own internal research from the data that they have. And I know it's, again, specific to what they're doing but it's mm. it's still an indication of 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 that of the time that we're talking about yeah no and i mean michael our, our sales guru friend he's got tons of stats on time to call and the impact exactly exactly um, and um and that's why you know in his businesses they won't work with teams that can't guarantee time to call within 24 hours because they know that it'll just be a waste of marketing spend. It is. It is. And and, it, and it's, and they understand that. And that's very clever because, because and to say no to businesses that are, are resistant to that because it's just not going to work for them. Going to end up having a bad reputation for them because they know. Um, but it is difficult, I guess. Uh, to change change your mentality sometimes if you if you come from a legacy system um mm. I mean, the other the other one is topical events right like if there's an event happening and you want to tag onto that you can't do it three four weeks later it's out of i mean you can there's no can't you can but what <laughs> a waste right it's out of everyone's yeah. mind no one's talking about it anymore if you did it at the moment that everyone was topical, number one, you look like you're on trend and that you actually know what's going on. But number yeah. two, you're just being elevated by all the other noise around you. So that, you know, you, you're getting this uplift in, in visibility, in reach, because there's all this other noise. When you're a lone soul later down the line with your little social media post, everyone's forgotten. They've moved on yeah, exactly. to the next, the next, thing right yeah um i just did a quick google about studies of time sensitive um uh, marketing studies and it seems like there's a lot around gamification where it's a huge industry uh where time sensitive marketing and promotions is very very important um and it's kind of like you it, you're almost visually seeing them on in real time the um, the journey that they're on through the game and when you're doing upsells in the game for adding to buying new whatever new diamonds or whatever it is in there but that's a really good example of a, a way to visualize a customer's journey okay most in a lot of marketing we don't do you don't literally get to see them on the game and the, the levels they're going through but that's exactly what's happening when someone is buying anything shampoo they're still on a journey because you know like they're they're using their bottle of shampoo at home to get to the point where they need to buy it 
doesn't matter what it is, they're all on that same journey going through level one, two, three, four, five, or step one, two, three, four, five. Um, and you just need to understand those steps, just like in the game, once they reach the big boss, you then offer them to give them X diamonds to give them extra life. or whatever it is in case they get killed by the, the new boss and they can pay five pounds to get those new diamonds. It's exactly the same. So quite a nice way to visualize the importance of time sensitive marketing. I like that. I like that a lot. I think that's exactly how it is. I think, yeah. I think if people thought like games, then, yeah. you know, there'd be a lot more understanding of getting things out on time rather than, Oh, it doesn't matter if we delay a day. Doesn't matter if we no, delay exactly. a week. Doesn't matter. It does matter. It does has matter. an impact. Yeah. <laughs> because they're going to get killed by the big boss and they're not going to come back because they've got no more lives to to purchase or use. And then you're Absolutely. lost. They're play another game. <laughs> Love it. Right. That makes me want to go and play a game now. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Thank you, Alex. And thank you, Rolling Stones, for uh, a great, great event in Prague and uh, a great song. And uh, we'll talk again soon. Talk again and we'll see you soon, Rolling Stones. <laughs> yes, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> bye. Okay, bye. That wraps up this episode of Giraffes Don't Eat Steak. Thanks for joining us. I hope you found value in our discussion and got some new ideas to apply to your own business. Tune in next week for another round of marketing insights and inspiration. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We appreciate you listening. Catch you next time on Giraffes Don't Eat Steak.